This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. podcast the podcast made by the fans for the fans of Newport County starting off first with me your host Reese. Uh, I'm going to be looking back at our win against Northampton before Ed takes you through his match day diary of his Easter Monday trip to Stockport County so starting off what was a great result um, against a good and physical Northampton side they're right up the top end of the table Definitely think Cochrane will be encouraged by the performance there. Shows us that we're able to compete at that end of the table. I think he mentioned after the game about the consistency required. Uh, League Two is one of those leagues where anyone can beat anyone on a, on the day. I mean, just look at our results against Leighton Orient this year. Um, and I think it's the consistency that that we really need to find for next season. But certainly the signs under Cochrane are encouraging, and. For a change, um, a good performance in front of a, a bumper home crowd. It seems like so often we've had uh, big bank holiday crowds and we fail to capitalise on it. The performances have been flat, the results haven't been good. And I think a lot of those casual fans that probably have come for uh, one-off occasion won't want to come back with uh, the way that we've been playing at home in, in previous uh, bank holiday and bumper crowd games. Just shy of uh, 5,000, which is, is probably a high for this season, I think, without looking it up. Overall, I think it was a, a really good performance. We we came under pressure early, uh, first 20 minutes or so, but we, we dealt with it pretty well. Unfortunately, there was an injury to James Clark after 10 minutes, um, but Drysdale came on and was phenomenal, ended up being man of the match. He was absolutely dominant in the air, made some really good um, last-ditch tackles. He was absolutely fantastic. And then... Although I've previously accused Bogle of uh, failing to react to things early and not really anticipating that well always, um, he reacted really quickly and uh, managed to sweep in a good effort from Drysdale for the first goal. Uh, Maybe it's a bit of uh, Ian's uh, unconscious bias that we talked about a few weeks ago. Um, But we 
we handled the spells of pressure pretty well, defended very well, looked threatening on the counter. We uh, we had another spell under kind of under the cosh a little bit in the second half, especially after they made their substitutions. Um, and it was a very physical game as well. I think we tempers were uh, were fraying a little bit, and we did well not to get drawn into anything stupid as we uh, were holding on to our one nil lead. Then uh, later on in the second half. Um, in injury time, in fact, there was a, a big mistake from Haynes where he slipped, uh, trying probably to uh, do a little bit too much in clearing the ball. And then some dubious keeping from uh, Burge, just kind of running out to the edge of his area, trying to stop uh, Bogle crossing, but failing to do so. And then uh, a clumsy lunge on Wildig conceded the penalty. Bogle slotted that away coolly uh, for his second of the game. And... Uh, it's nice to see him return to a bit of form, a goal from kind of open play and then another penalty. Uh, I think we need him to be full of confidence going into next season as he's he's probably going to be our key striker again in uh, in the way that we look to play. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see what um, Coughlin does at the start of next season up front because obviously Zanzala's injured once again, but he has uh, triggered an extension this week. Uh, so it'll be Bogle and Zanzala and... Others, obviously, uh, Kavanagh and McNeil will be returning to their parent clubs at the end of the season. Speaking of McNeil, he uh, he killed the game off. Um, he had a really good, again, good work from Bogle. Uh, played in McNeil and he did really, really well just to uh, shift it and strike it with his left foot past the goalkeeper. Um, and I think that's, that's the kind of strike that I expected from him, having seen um, some of his highlights on YouTube when he arrived. Uh, he seems to be that kind of almost instinctive finisher. And uh, it's good to see him get amongst the goals and hopefully he can get a few more. Kavanagh looked bright all game as well. Uh, lots of effort and endeavour. He was unlucky with a couple of tight offside calls. Um, and in the second half he fired into the side net in as well. So I think the signs up front are quite encouraging. All in all, a, a really good performance, I think, against a promotion chase inside and... I think Coughlin will be using that as an indicator of of which end of the table we want to be competing at next season. So that's my brief summary of uh, the Northampton game. Uh, As always, intrigued to hear your thoughts. But now I'll throw it over to the good doctor for his matchday diary from Stockport. Hello there, listeners. Ed here. Well, as Rhys has said, the plan was for me to drop in here my audio diary from the trip to Edgeley Park yesterday. But having just listened back, it was uh, about as uplifting as every Radiohead and Leonard Cohen album distilled into one, and I couldn't do that to you, not at the start of the week. So instead I thought I'd record a few thoughts now, the day after, the day before, um, with a little bit of additional perspective added in. So I thought I'd follow the tried and tested model that the Argus seem to use these days of giving you five things that we can learn from that thumping away at Stockport. And yeah, there's no getting away from the first one, which is that Stockport were just a better team than Newport County were. Um, They knew what they were doing. They worked us extremely hard, put a lot of pressure on our full-backs, our wing-backs, put good crosses into the box and made the most of them. And, you know, that first goal scored right in front of the away fans. Um, The ball came to Hippolyte on the right-hand side. Uh, He managed to get free of of Lewis, I think it was. And then inch-perfect cross, inch-perfect header to stick it into the corner. Um, And... 
yeah, it, it, that sort of set the tone for the afternoon. They kind of tortured us, really. They exploited the space very, very well. Um, the gaps that we left open, um, it, it wasn't a day to remember for any of our defenders, but I think Lewis in particular struggled at times. I think um, Country File, uh, Matt Baker, got dragged all over the place um, and perhaps lacked a bit of the physicality, particularly on that first goal, to, to take on the striker. It exposed our paucity in defence, but... I think I've got to be fair as well. Stockport, to me, looked a, a very, very good team. I think really only them and uh, Carlisle have, have really stuck out for me this season. You know, even Orient, I thought we, we matched at times, but I think Stockport and Carlisle look like a, a cut above in the, the games where I've seen them play. Um, and, yeah, good luck to them. They're a good team, um, and uh, it, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they managed to force their way into the automatics uh, before the, the season is out. I suppose the the flip side to that, and this is the second point, is about poor starts again are are costing us. Um, you know the number of games we've talked about it in the past, the number of games where we're conceding in the opening ten minutes of of halves, um, and then find ourselves on the back foot. Um, that is the thing that we've really got to got to address. Um, which brings me on to the third point about going ahead in games seems to be the key to cockball. You know, we talked in the past about what is the Graham Coughlin ethos, and I think we saw it writ large over these two Easter games. Against Northampton, we managed to go ahead, and then we're able to boss the game. We can start stretching the uh, opposing team, even when it's a, a good team like Northampton. Finding uh, and creating gaps uh, of our own and, and uh, managing to put teams to the sword. And I think as... Uh, Copland has more time. He'll we'll, we'll see that happening uh, a bit more and more as he can shape a side in his own image. But there have been too many games where we've gone behind to an early goal or a cheap goal, and then we're left chasing our tails. And more often than not, it, it's not working out. So um, yeah, the first goal is is key uh, in those sorts of games, and and it really showed uh, yesterday. The other thing. You know, there was a lot of talk before the game about us having three up top, trying Bogle with Kavanagh and uh, uh, McNeil. It didn't work. Um, I think that was that was pretty obvious. But I don't think we should look on that um, as being an argument to not experiment in the future. Indeed, I think it's really important that in these last few games of the season, you know, with safety more or less assured, we do experiment and try and find uh, other ways, perhaps, of doing things. Either in case some of those ideas become next season's Plan A, or even if just to make sure that we've got some plan B's up our sleeve for next season because there have been plenty of times when we needed to perhaps find a different shape or a different way of working and, and haven't been able to adapt. So I think Coughlin is doing entirely the right thing by trying different formations, different players in different positions um, and working out what options he's got available to him. And you do therefore have to accept that sometimes it's not going to work. It didn't work yesterday, um, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't experiment. Um, we may not want to experiment in the games we've got against Hartlepool's and, uh, and Harrogate where three points and some good home performances are, are probably the priority. But in some of those away games, if we experiment a little bit in the games we've got uh, left this season, um, I think we should give Coughlin all our backing to do that because it, it, it will be um, effort well spent. And the final point, and Reese talked about it in his segment just now, is about consistency because that really is where we need to build. We've shown this weekend that we can mix it with the best of them against Northampton. We've also shown that we can turn in slightly naive performances like we did uh, against Stockport. Um, and that is you know, partly just a natural result of where we are. You know, Coughlin came in, had a, a, a reasonable crop of players, but they needed to be um, 
shown the right way, right way to play. He's talked about his crawl, walk, run philosophy. You know, I think we are now moving along that process a little bit. Um, but we need to start having a bit more consistency in the results. And some of the things I've already talked about will be critical uh, in that not going behind early on in games, trying to make sure that we can get our noses ahead and then stay ahead. Um, all of that is important. But I also think players, certain players are going to be increasingly vital as well. You know, there was no Charlesley yesterday. And I think that really showed he's been that kind of metronome in the middle of the park. Um, and without him, we perhaps maybe lack a little bit of uh, pace, perhaps lack a little bit of not work rate because that that implies that I'm saying Scott Bennett wasn't um, pulling up trees and and he was doing his best but you need someone who perhaps has a little bit more um, energy and I think we really missed Charlesley yesterday and I think um, as we seek to find that consistency players like Charlesley in midfield and and potentially um, you know over the summer if we're looking to to strengthen in defence as well I think it's it's going to be all about the sorts of players that Copland brings in to find that um that that strength throughout the the spine of the team that gives us that consistency so those are some of the things to look out for um as for the rest of yesterday i mean yeah i think you just have to write it off as as one of those well done to the 300 other souls who made the long trip up there um seven hours or so i think for me it was by public transport in the rain hailstorms on the way out of the ground um yeah it wasn't a, a good day out by any means but you know, you have to take a bit of a step back. And if you'd offered at me three points and a thumping win against one of those two teams over the Easter weekend, um, I don't think that's a bad return. Um, and to have finally got that home win, got that monkey off our back a little bit with a, a really big home performance is a, a good thing indeed. And we've got some winnable games coming up. So I think we need to just put that Stockport game out of our mind and move on. Um, which brings us neatly on to um, the games we've got coming up. Hartlepool, obviously, on uh, on Saturday. Uh, we are very aware, listeners, that you've been poorly served over the last month or so um, by... 1912 Exiles episodes that is partly down to uh, a lack of games it has to be said but also we've had a few difficulties at our end Uh, I've been in a new job I've had Covid Um, other members of the panel have been uh, incapacitated for various reasons but we hope that the good ship 1912 Exiles will be back sailing um, this weekend so stay tuned and subscribe via all of the usual channels Um, I will just give one final plug to our uh, announce bony mugs we still have a few knocking about and um, if you're going to be at the game on saturday um drop us a direct message either through twitter or facebook or um, any other channel and we will find a way to get one into your paws um, and it all the funds will help us to create more content next season um, i think that just about takes care of everything i hope that you had a restful uh, and relaxing easter weekend um, i hope to see you against hartlepool on saturday but until then Keep it counting. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.